We are bringing in the light. We are singing through the longest night. Keep the fire burning. Have faith we are returning, returning to the light. The crescent moon curls just above the pines. And the northern star is anchoring the sky. Clouds are slowly lifting, the snow is faintly drifting, and the fields are dressed in icy shades of white. We are bringing in the light. We are singing through the longest night. Keep the fire burning, have faith we are returning, returning to the light. The glory is light, the glory is light. Let a fire and let the smoke rise through the trees. Let a candle in an ancient prayer for peace. We will sing in celebration this hymn of invitation to awaken from our silent winter sleep. We are bringing in the light. We are singing through the longest night. Keep the fire returning, returning to the light. The glory is light, the glory is light. We are bringing in the light. journey through the dark goes on and on stand still for a moment the spell of night is broken and the darkest hour surrenders to the dawn we are bringing in the light we are singing through the longest night keep the fire burning and faith we are returning Returning to the light, the glory is light, the glory is light. We are bringing in the light. We are singing through the longest night. Keep the fire burning, faith we are returning, returning to the light. The glory is light, the glory is light. Bringing in the light. That's Gathering Sparks with Bringing in the Light live at Folk Music Ontario for Folk Roots Radio. We're in our mobile studio that some people, I stress just some people, would say is just a hotel room. But by the time we bring some equipment in, and believe me, we have a lot of equipment in the room just now, <laughs> it actually feels like a little bit of a studio. I'm joined by Gathering Sparks. They are Eve Goldberg and Jane Lewis. And Bringing in the Light is a new song, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Um, fairly new, and it's yeah. going to be on our new record coming up. Now, does the new record have a name yet? It doesn't. It's 
We're waiting to record everything and then decide what feels like the title should be. But yeah. we wanted to have everything recorded before we make that final decision. I'm yeah. very excited to find out what that title is. That is a fabulous song. Now, I gather that is a song for the solstice. Is that right? That was a winter solstice song. Yeah, I uh, just had the idea that I wanted to write a song for the solstice. And that is what came out. Yeah. So, so Gathering Sparks of the Graceful Collision of <laughs> Eve Goldberg and G- Jane Lewis. I, I love that that way of describing your music. You've been making music together for quite a while. Now, Gathering Sparks was originally a trio with Sam Turton from mm-hmm. Guelph also right. being part of the band. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he left after the, the first album, and I think yes. you have continued to make music together. You do sing-alongs together. You both teach music, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk about um, how it works where you both have solo careers, you both have a lot of other things you do, but then you come together as this wonderful vocal group and, you know, go to places like Nerva or Folk Music Ontario or I know the Transact Club, I think, in Toronto, you do sing along. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't I hand it back to you and tell us a little bit about uh, what Gathering Sparks means to you? Well, it kind of grew out of, we both do um, lots of community music kinds of activities, uh, creating places and spaces for people to um, make music together. And um, so we kind of recognized when we met each other and started getting to know each other that we had this common interest in in um, supporting other people and making music, supporting other people and coming back to their music. Um, and then we decided to do a gig together for fun. And as soon as we started singing together, we were like, this that feels that good. feels really good. And that doesn't always happen. You can have two really good singers, but the voices don't always blend. And for some reason, like we have two pretty different voices in some ways, but when we sing together, something happens that we really like. So that's kind of how it was. I think born. that was the graceful collision part. That, yeah. Because we didn't, <laughs> we didn't intend to be a band the first time we played together. Um, it was a one, one time gig. Yeah. That we then, thought maybe we should do this one more time. And then and here we are six, six years later, I think. <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, yeah, we, we, when, when you were a three-piece, you know, with a, mm-hmm. a male voice in there as well, and having seen you play as a three-piece mm-hmm. and now as a two-piece, yeah, um, does it feel different not having that male voice as part of what you do? Definitely. When, it first, when we first realized um, that Sam wasn't going to be able to continue, we thought about, like, do we want... Like, could we do this as a duo or do we want to find a third voice? And we were both... We assumed at first we would find a third person, and we did really like the blend of two female voices and a male voice. Um, so I think that was our default assumption. We'll we'll find a replacement. Um, but I think it, some some gig opportunities came up that we could do as a duo, and we thought, well, let's try it. And um, I definitely miss the third voice sometimes, but I also feel like when we do gigs, we often get people singing, and it feels like a full experience so it's been working as a duo and certainly makes packing the car easier <laughs> and <laughs> I, I really think true. we should stress i think you've been it haven't you been a duo more than you were actually a trio now, now yeah we have, i yeah. think so which yeah. is kind of and the thing is um in terms of the vocal um thing what i actually like about the duo is that when you have three voices it it's um 
you you get locked into certain ways of doing the harmonies or whatever. With only two voices, you're a lot of things are more open. You can try different things that you might not do with three voices. That's and true. I'm actually yeah. that's one of the things that I'm really liking exploring with the two voices is what can we do with two voices? And mm-hmm. and um so we yeah. don't always do really standard harmonies or um and that's kind of interesting to both of us, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, it's opened up some other possibilities, you know. So you both have solo careers. I mean, Eve, you have been making music as a solo performer for what? I, I don't know how many, to a say how many time. years. A long time. Um, yeah, I don't even know how many years that would be, but longer than I like to admit. But um, these days, most of my performing is with Gathering Sparks. Um, I don't do a lot of um, solo concerts and so on because um, I get so much out of, um, having a musical partner and doing things together and having the other voice and the piano. But, um, if something come, you know, if things come up, I'll do them. I played a festival this summer and we both do go off and do teaching things, um, in between performing. So we certainly have our own things that we're pursuing at the same time. And it kind of adds to me, it adds to what we do. Mm-hmm. We come back with. Yeah, I would say the same. I don't, solo wise, um, there's only so many things we can fit into a month. Um, so most of the gigs have been gathering sparks, and it's, uh, that's a lot of fun. It's nice to have somebody else in the car when you're driving places and, you know, sharing, sharing the workload, but sharing the, uh, the experience of the music is, is great. And uh, yeah, so same. I do a little bit of solo stuff here and there, but mostly it's, Teaching and Gathering Sparks. Because your solo album, I, I loved. I mm-hmm. mean, you, you had the, you. the solo EP and then yes. the, the, album, yeah. the Jane Lewis album. Absolutely fabulous. I agree. <laughs> I just, I want to be down on record yeah. saying Yeah, <laughs> well, it was one of my favorite albums of the year. So Thank I, you. I remember that. Thank you. How does it fit from the songwriting point of view? Do you write individually or are you able mm-hmm. to write together? Well, this, this project actually was started by uh, co-writing... You know, we spent some time co-writing, which we hadn't done for the first recording. And uh, so that was a new experience for us. And I think we're pretty happy with the results. Um, so they'll, the new songs on new record will be mostly co-written. Yeah, yeah, we sort of take, one of us will take ownership over a song. Whoever starts a song, it's kind of their song. But we did a lot of bringing the song to the other person and getting feedback or working on little bits together. Workshopping and... Yeah, and I, for me, I feel like it really pushed me in a really good way in the songs. Um, (laughs) We joke about it on stage sometimes, but um, I think it really improved the songs a lot. I like to think of it as encouragement rather than pushing. (laughs) We encouraged each other to sort of take everything to the next level. Um, So starting off with Bringing in the Light, as we mentioned, a, a solstice song. Yeah. Was the intent when you created that song, because it, it's a it's a community song and it's probably a great song to probably start a, a concert with or start a show or a sing-along with, was the intent to try and create that song that would be, you know, we are here together to celebrate this moment? Yeah, I mean, that was, that that we would call that Jane's song because Jane was the one who started the song and was really yeah. took ownership over it, but... Um, I don't know if I had that intention specifically when I was writing it, it was just more this idea. I wanted a song about the winter solstice and, um, that chorus came out and I remember thinking, oh yeah, I think that that'll work for people to join in singing with, but it wasn't a specific, that one, we have, um, another song that we did have that specific intention for writing wise, but 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just always in the back of our minds because it's so much of a band um, principle or ethos to get people singing that maybe it was in the back of my mind, but it wasn't uh, wasn't the primary intention with that one. Yeah. So you were playing keyboards mm-hmm. on that song. Yes. Eve was on guitar, and it's, yeah. we have wonderful to have so many instruments in the room. <laughs> <with you. laughs> and we left one behind, so. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, uh, piano is, is your instrument, right? Yes, with accordion thrown in uh, sometimes for variety, but mostly keyboard for me. Although I have started, we've got one song um, that when we play live, I play the ukulele, which is a new uh, adventure for me. I would imagine, and, you know, playing with Eve Goldberg, who, I, I don't know, describe you as a master? Can I use the <laughs> word master on the ukulele? <laughs> um, I would not describe myself that way when I l- watch other ukulele players that I would consider masters, but... I have been playing ukulele for about 10 years now. I've played guitar since I was like eight years old. So I feel like guitar is my main instrument. But, um, you know, I've definitely started playing more and more ukulele. And I teach a lot of ukulele. A lot of my teaching is ukulele classes and ensembles. And I'm starting to play at ukulele festivals and things like that. So, um, which is a whole other world. Um, and in fact, there's a ukulele festival going on in Guelph for as we speak today. Um, but, I think it's uh, the first. Is that the first one? No, it's no, this it's is the third, third one, one actually. One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ukulele has become more and more part of what I do, and uh, it's been really interesting to explore this other instrument. When I first started, it was like, okay, this is like a little guitar because it's related, and uh, oh, I can do this on it because I know how to do that on guitar. But the more and more I play it, the more I realized the unique sound and the unique possibilities of this instrument. So, And it's become a nice combination for us. We use it a lot. Jane's playing keyboard and I'm playing ukulele. It's a nice combination. And every, every now and again you let Jane play the ukulele. I let her borrow my Just ukulele. once. Just <laughs> once in a set I get to play. Yeah. That's right. Do you feel happier having the, the keyboard? I, I get the impression that you really like to be behind the keyboard. Um, there's a certain comfort level, you know, having that instrument to yeah. complement what you were able to achieve through your voice? Yeah, I think it just seems to go together pretty well. I, I did start, um, when I started singing, I started just with voice and singing backup harmonies, actually. And uh, so the keyboard came in a little bit later, but it is it is a comfort zone for me, for sure, to have... But you played piano as a kid, right? Yeah, so I did. So you had that in your... Yeah, I had the foundation of piano, but in terms of bringing it into... The music that I do now is uh, voice came first. Yeah. Yeah. One of the neat things about Gathering Sparks is that you have the instruments, but you also have these two wonderful voices. And we're playing live here for Folk Roots Radio today. And I know one of the things you do love to do is to sing a cappella. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if I could get you to sing something a cappella for us now. Yeah. We definitely can do that. We have uh, we have one or possibly two. Oh no, actually, they didn't end up being a cappella. On the record, did they? On the record, there's going to be more, but when we perform them live without... Without another person. Yeah. Yeah, we do a cappella. Yeah. So um, the one we're thinking of is um, a song called You're My Sister, um, which I've been working on for, uh, and Jane's been helping with, for a couple of years, and it started actually thinking about the missing and murdered Indigenous women. But over time, as I was working on it, the Me Too movement developed the whole um, uh, case of Retea Parsons. Um, and right now, the Senate 
or the uh, Supreme Court confirmation hearings are going on and just watching Dr. Christine Blasey Ford and her courage in bringing her story forward. So it seems like this is a song for now. We're just really glad to have some kind of response that, you know, might be helpful. Were you happy to do that for us just now? Yes. We would be. This is called You're My Sister. Gathering Sparks, live at Folk Music Ontario for Folk Roots Radio. I'm going to say your name, you're my sister. I'm going to break the shame, you're my sister. Not going to take the lie, raise your story high. I'm going to say your name, you're my sister. I'm going to clear the way, you're my sister. Gonna let you have your say, you're my sister. The doors are swinging wide, room for all inside. I'm gonna clear the way, you're my sister. We're on that forward track, never going back. I'm gonna sing this song for my sister. My sister. Gonna stand up and be strong for my sister. My sister. We don't have the choice, so I'm gonna raise my voice. I'm gonna sing this song for my sister. We're on that forward track. Never going back. Never going back. I'm going to say your name. You're my sister. I'm going to say your name. You're my sister. I'm going to break the shame. You're my sister. I'm going to break the shame. You're my Not going to take the lie. Raise your story high. I'm going to say your name. You're my sister. We're on that forward track. Never going back. We're on that forward track. Never going back. Never going back. Never going back. Never going back. We're never going. We're never going back. We're never going back. Never going back. We're never going. We're never going back. We're never going back. That's Gathering Sparks with You're My Sister, a cappella for Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. E. Goldberg and Jane Lewis are our special guests in the studio. We have keyboards, we have ukuleles, we have guitars, and then two fabulous voices. <laughs> and I think that the voice is really an important part of the Gathering Sparks show, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we feel like... Um uh, we were talking before about how when we started singing together, how much we enjoyed that. But also, um, Jane, a lot of her teaching, and sometimes my teaching, is around um, helping people free their voice or come back to singing. You know, so many people have, have um, been told that they shouldn't sing or that they have no talent or whatever. Mm -hmm. And for some reason around the voice, we feel like it's okay to tell people uh, not to sing. Not to sing. And so part of our thing when we're performing or working with people is just to encourage people to sing and for fun and not worry about how quote unquote talented you are, you know? So. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things, Jane, that 
because you mentioned before, right? When you started out, you were just singing backup. Mm-hmm. And then eventually yeah. you were able to, to come forward. Yeah. And then... Not totally shut down around my voice, but I definitely had a lot of discomfort expressing myself singing in front of people. And um, so it's been a real process of getting more comfortable with my voice and kind of owning that I can sing and enjoy singing. And uh, yeah, I would say it's been really life-changing for me to kind of get access to my full voice. And I really enjoy working with groups and kind of giving people a safe space to to let that kind of thing happen for them as well. So a lot of my teaching is... um, yeah, let's come together, sing for fun, learn, you know, learn about singing, learn about how to sing harmony, but um, in that kind of space where it's safe and enjoyable rather than sort of a nerve-wracking experience or having to be perfect, so. And as we mentioned at the start, sing-alongs are a big part of what you do. Can you talk about the the live experience as far as Gathering Sparks is concerned? Yeah, well, we sort of do, um, in Toronto, every month, on the fourth Sunday of the month, we do uh, what we call the sing-along soiree. So that's a thing that we do where we, it's a Gathering Sparks concert, but we pick songs, um, either some of our own songs, but um, like often there's some of our own songs, but we mix it in with songs that we know people will know or songs that we can easily teach people a chorus. And every song in the evening has a part that everybody can sing together. So it's a concert, but basically the whole room ends up singing together and and we love that. And we end up learning song, adding songs to our repertoire. So we, we do lots of other people's songs or traditional songs or all kinds of stuff. It could be like Motown or the Beatles, the Beatles or James Taylor, you know, an, a 400 year old ballad or, uh, you know, a sea shanty or yeah. like all kinds of stuff. Anything or we come that, to Folk Music Ontario and hear some amazing Canadian Ontario musicians and we think, oh, that would be a great song to teach people at the sing-along. And uh, so we kind of also try to disseminate a little bit of Ontario and Canadian music to that yeah. group. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of all over the map, but people really love that, you know, it just... So come we and have, sing for fun. Yeah. yeah, so that's, but that's sort of different from when we do a Gathering Sparks concert. Usually when we do, like, Gathering Sparks in concert, it's mostly our own original material with maybe one or two of those things that we might do in a sing-along sort of interspersed. But um, but we do, our original music often has a sing-along component. Um, so there are a lot of songs where we do invite our audience, even when it's specifically a Gathering Sparks concert, we do invite people to sing along. And... Um, yeah, we enjoy the energy exchange of doing that with an audience. And it's like the bringing in the light that we started off with. I mean, that that's obviously a, a perfect song to invite the audience to, to share with yeah, you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. people seem to catch on to it pretty quickly. So yeah. that's, it's gratifying when that happens. Um, yeah. So the new album is nearing completion. Can you talk a little bit about the range of songs on that? Well, we have... It's um, not fully determined, yeah. actually, because we're recording more songs okay. than are going to be on the album. So we, we're we waiting to see. Um, our producer suggested we do that and wait and see how everything evolves in the studio. And then we'll put together the songs on the album based on the recording experience. So we're still in that process. Yeah, but we um, have some things that are sort of... Um, I would say there's some things that are kind of upbeat, like... Sing along. Yeah, and there's some things that are kind of rock out a little bit, like folk out. I don't know. They're not too rocky, but they're 
you know, there's some drive and energy to them. Yeah. And then there's some things that are really contemplative, kind of internal, you know. Introspective, ballad type of yeah. thing. So there, I think there's going to be quite a range of songs on the record. Yeah. So you're here at Folk Music Ontario this weekend. Yes. What are your plans for the rest of 2018 <laughs> and extending into next year? Well, we're hoping to have the album out. We are going to have the album out in the beginning of 2019 some sometime so the rest of the fall in we're teaching all fall but um in our in between times we're going to be recording and finishing up the recording finishing everything up yeah preparing for that and sort of booking shows with the new recording is is the plan for the fall um yeah and we're going to be um doing some touring in the u.s in the spring um march april may etc um so we're getting that together and we'll have some CD release concerts, which we don't have. Which we will definitely let you know. Yeah, about we'll let you know because they're, they're not planned. nailed down yet. Yeah, I always, <laughs> I always feel a little nervous when I say, okay, what is the release date? Yes. What is happening after that? Because things can change. That's now, right. To be announced. Yeah. yeah. Eve, you're originally from Boston. Yes. Do you find going back down there, you know, now being, I'm assuming, a naturalized Canadian, but uh, I don't even know if I'm asking too many personal questions <laughs> here. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, being able to bring music from here back down there, I mean, it must be something that, that feels real good for you to be able to, to do yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I haven't been back very much to the Boston area itself uh, at all, really, because uh, when my family moved up here, there was nobody left in Boston. But uh, I sort of feel like because I grew up there, I have a lot of kind of affinity for the folk music scene down there. Like I grew up sort of being, my mom was a lifelong folky and she was always dragging me to concerts as a kid. And so I kind of, the musical environment that I grew up with until I was about 14 was really this sort of New England folk music scene. So there's a certain kind of, yeah, I sort of feel like a certain kinship with that, you know. Um, And it's a little bit different from the Ontario folk scene so, yeah, when we sort of go down there, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember this, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, well, it's such it's, a vibrant folk scene in its own right. I mean, oh, yeah, there's a lot going on there and uh, sort of tapping into that and, and um, connecting with people and, and um, seeing everything that's going on, you know. Uh, it's kind of amazing because there's a lot of people that live down there. <laughs> so there's a lot of folk music activity going on. And just like in Ontario, a lot of it is sort of under the radar um, house concerts or church basement concert series, that sort of thing. So um, it's quite amazing. Well, we're certainly looking forward to the new album that should arrive sometime, hopefully in the first half of 2019. You see, definitely the, the first half. Definitely the first half. We, I think we could say confidently that with some say, certainty. yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that's great. If people want to learn more about Gathering Sparks, how can they do that? We have a website, GatheringSparks.com. Is... <laughs> yep. Yeah. And Facebook. Uh, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, yeah. <laughs> all of the usual places. Yes, we yeah. have time for one more song, and it's going to be another new song, which yeah. mm-hmm. will be on the new album. Yes. Okay, the, tell us about this yeah, one. Yeah, let's. We're going to do the one that we did have the intention that we wanted it to be a sing along. Like, let's write sort of the sing along song for the album. So we're we haven't recorded all of it yet we've recorded the bed tracks and we're going to get a big gang of people singing on it so um it will be presented on the album as a sing-along for sure but um yeah i think 
This one started with the intention of writing the sing-along. And, uh, well, do you want to tell this story? Yeah, of, yeah. yeah. So um, our name, Gathering Sparks, uh, we, it took us a long time to find the name. And um, we were Googling. You know, now you have to Google when you come up with a name. You have to see, does anybody, is anybody else using this name? And so we went through all kinds yeah, of I names. Yeah, I think a boy band in Korea, if I remember, right? <laughs> well, yeah, there's, a, there's always... Probably. Yeah. Um, so we finally landed on Gathering Sparks, and it didn't seem to be very much used. And we liked it. We liked the feel of it and kind of... And But then we found out that in um, Jewish tradition... There's a there's a sort of story about the origins of the world that the world is broken and part of our job in the world as human beings is the repair of the world tikkun olam and um, which is a, a beautiful idea that um, you know I've heard many times before and always really liked but what we found out was um, that one of the ways that story is told is in the form of a little fable or whatever about the world as a vessel of light and um, it's been shattered and the sparks have been scattered everywhere and our job is to gather the sparks and we were like oh gathering sparks that kind of works we like that that's kind of even though we're not uh, a Jewish band we don't do any Jewish music at all and yeah but, I'm not um, actually Jewish and Jane's not <laughs> Jewish um, but we thought, well, that's an idea that we really like as a band. So when and we, as a story, it's as a great a, story. Yeah. yeah so. so, um, Jane had this idea, like maybe we should do something that relates to that story. So that's kind of where this song came from. Yeah. Like, it's called, uh, many sparks make a fire and it ties into that. We tied it into that story idea. Um, but we also wanted to have a song that was really hopeful and the idea that, um, you know, we all have a little bit of light, and if we bring it together, we can accomplish a lot. So we wanted to have that kind of uplifting, hopeful type of song. So For these times. For these times. <laughs> yeah. These difficult times. That's a perfect way to finish the interview. This is Gathering Sparks with Many Sparks Make a Fire. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference, and I'm Jan Hall. And thanks again for stopping by. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having us. Many sparks make a fire, many hands lift us higher, come on and share your light, burning through the night, many sparks make a fire, when the world feels broken, cold and scattered and unkind, words of hate. Sparks make a fire. Many hands lift us higher. Come on and share your light, burning through the night. Many sparks make a fire. Sparks make a fire. 
Sparks make a fire. Shine. 